0: I spoke with a bunch of operations executives not long ago and got a good taste of their impressive work ethic. I have one myself. Accomplishing big things for a mission is commendable, but doing it single-handedly is neither sufficient nor sustainable. Many of them wished for a future where they would spend less time hands-on in the day-to-day and more time on strategy and focus so they could orchestrate greater results. Ring any bells? Many high achievers get caught up in being too hands-on. However, by being self-aware and asking yourself a few simple questions, you can alleviate that feeling of being stuck. In this episode, I'll get real about what keeps Ops Heroes down in the day-to-day weeds, and I'll share an exercise you can use to jumpstart out of them. Find the full transcript at yourfuturerealized.com forward slash 14. This is your Future Realized podcast with host Laura Malinowski. I help operations executives like you gain control of your mind, time, and career so you can love your work again and advance. I led cross-functional business operations for more than a decade, so I know how intense and heavy that can be. Subscribe to this podcast for tips that help you take a strategic pause, lighten your load, and get in the flow towards your true north. The struggle is real when you're leading cross-functional operations in a busy organization. There's so much data to centralize and so many processes to coordinate. There's also so many diverse personalities with unique skills, challenges, and aspirations. It's no wonder that the default position is to get stuck down in the detail. There's simply so much of it. You are never bored. Who has time for strategic planning? But let's get real here. It's at least partially an inside job. Blocking off time on your calendar and unplugging from easy access can feel stressful for three big reasons. One, a break in connection to the pulse of your team can feel risky, particularly when you're in such a centralized role. Two, nothing's quite as satisfying as clearing off that checklist, clocking those short term wins in the name of productivity. One exec I spoke with said that focusing on one thing at a time feels like I'm suffocating and I have to keep moving. And three, it might rub up against your work ethic. It can be tricky to get past the sneaking suspicion that strategic time is a luxury or considered downtime to you or to others. So I often hear this as a workaround MO. Once I get these four things buttoned up, hopefully I'll squeeze in some strategic planning in the evening when it's quieter. But hope is not a plan, and evening strategy sessions are rarely productive or creative enough. Wedging in time for high-level thinking typically has mixed results at best. No doubt about it, carving out time for strategic focus requires diligence and discipline. Given your role, I have no doubt you already have both of those things in spades. It also may require you to leave behind an assumption that keeps you stuck. Assumptions like, I must give up what's most important to me to make an impact. Or, I should be available to everyone all the time. Or even, no one will ever do this task as well as I can it's time to make the connection between how you allot your time and the contribution that only you can make. Because maybe the success you've been driving so hard at is hidden in the strategic time you've been putting off. So I invite you to grab a pen and a notebook and reflect on these four coaching questions to realign your priorities and set the stage for a breakthrough. They are available in the transcript as well. One. What are you and only you responsible for at the highest level? Two, how much overlap is there between that and how you spent your attention over the last month? Three, what opportunities are available if you invest appropriately in strategic planning time? Consider the impact on your stakeholders, the organization at large, and yourself professionally and personally. And four, what would you need to believe to prioritize strategic time in the next two weeks? For example, maybe it's something like believing that one hour of deep planning could save you 10 hours of busy work, or that three hours of deep planning could help you set up your team to succeed in ways you can't imagine right now. Albert Einstein once said that if he only had one hour to solve a problem, he would spend 55 minutes defining the problem and the last five minutes solving it. Maybe that viewpoint seems a bit radical and a big leap from where you're currently at. Still, there's much to gain if you can move incrementally closer to it. You can't stop the chaos, but you can change the game. Thanks for tuning in to your Future Realized podcast. If this show gave a boost to your day, please leave a review about it and share it with your BizOps buddies.